everybody, and welcome to the Tesla Life number 232, December 15th, 2021. How is everyone doing out there? Thanks very much for joining us. With us, as per usual, we have Mr. Casey Green joining us from D.C. How are you today, sir? I'm better. I, uh, I got my, my software update, finally. <laughs> ah, exactly. So what, what, uh, what are you at now? I now have FSD beta 10.6.1, and um, smoother, yes, but it seems to make all the same stuff that really annoyed me about 10.5, mm. so I'm really curious what 10.6 would have been like, and, uh, and I'm looking forward to what Elon is, is talking about, version 11, which is really 10.7, and we'll see. Very good. If they made also that many improvements in point one versions, I will be ecstatic, but I, 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 I don't, I'm skeptical. You're not quite sure. I'm waiting for my second fire emoji a year later. (laughs) (laughs) Also joining us tonight, as per usual, Mr. Patrick Connor from the Portland area. How are you today, sir? Hello, I am good. Hey, everybody out there in Tulsa Nation. I like all the uh, weather starting. That's pretty cool. (laughs) Hopefully I get to join Casey soon in the uh, FSD beta club. Yeah. Early on, when this thing started, we had one bad day. It was a 33. And uh, uh, yeah, yeah. So that's been pulling down the average, and that one is gone now. So things are looking up. So maybe, maybe soon I'll be in the club too. Now, so, so I'm curious. Curious. Think... Was, that, was, that, was that running over one or two people to get the 33? <laughs> that was avoiding other idiot drivers and not getting into a collision. So it was the right thing to do. <laughs> speaking Absolutely. of, speaking of I, I had one in the rain this week. Uh, I was doing 60 on the road. I uh, could have been doing 65 because of the speed limit, but uh, it was started to rain. So I'm just, you know, going down the road with FSD. Uh, FSD and I see this guy in the turning lane. And both of us think he can't possibly be this stupid. <laughs> he could. <laughs> so instead of not just cutting left across us, he decides to make a U-turn into our lane and then not have a car that can accelerate. So uh, between the two of us, we managed to get the binders on, uh, beeping and screaming everywhere. Uh, the road had, you know, it, it just started to rain. So even though I had good brakes, uh, I was not leaving enough room for somebody to be that stupid. I mean, I if, if, if somebody had cut across me, I left room, but not to get out in front of me doing zero from my 60. And so right. I, I hit the binders, ABS kicks in, and then we end up in the lane next to where we were. And uh, there were gestures involved. <laughs> <laughs> gestures and some bleeping, I'm sure. Oh, absolutely. No denting. <laughs> no denting. And, yeah. and, and no, no, no uh, numbskulls were injured. So... Well, that's good. That's good. Yes. Yeah. Hey. So. Uh, hey. We started a minute late, and that's my fault. Sorry, everybody. I was too busy we buying on Tesla stock. <laughs> it's on sale. <laughs> but yes, this is not a stock show, so so talk right. to your not person. That's my advice. I'm just telling you that. But he did. Thought, hey, it was just a 1,200. Now it's below a thousand. I'm going to pick up a few shares and hopefully sell them in a year for more than what they are now. <laughs> Why doesn't it ever go on sale after I get paid? Like, like right after I get hit. <laughs> well, I'm just they're tracking, the money they're from, tracking I, you specifically. Yeah, Casey. exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I ruin it. Here's Casey's bank account, and the stock does the opposite. <laughs> right. 
Uh, well, let's get started. We got a ton of news right. as per usual, and uh, Patrick's got our first story about uh, what's happening, Patrick, with uh, calibration equipment. That is right. So, as you all know, if you've been watching the show, Mark and I have a long running who's going to get up and running first, Germany or Texas, even though Germany, uh, Giga Berlin got a <laughs> big head start. And uh, every time there's even a little bit of progress in, in Austin, I want to talk about it here to say <laughs> it's going to be Texas. And so, as you know, there are drones constantly flying over it, 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 anything that Tesla's doing. And uh, the uh, latest spotting there is in Giga, Texas. They have seen a shipment of pre-assembled Model Y dashboards. Well, why would they be bringing pre-assembled dashboards? It's because they are going to be testing out assembly and making sure that everything uh, is is ready when they start actually producing these on site. And um, Model Y is... Uh, Certainly uh, Tesla's biggest seller right now. So it makes sense to get that one up and going first. And uh, yeah, so uh, one small step forward for Giga Texas. One giant leap ahead for Tesla Nation. <laughs> so why, why, why didn't they test putting them together in that factory and then yeah, test those so in the car? <laughs> that would uh, make sense. But uh, if you uh, are trying to test your calibration equipment and other things, you might want to start with... Uh, some no good quality, yeah. <laughs> that way, you're making sure your calibration equipment uh, that's on site works to properly. Fair enough. They also could be using them uh, to, you know, calibrate their own line uh, of those assembly of, of steering wheel packages or or get dash packages. They right. could be using them to say, you know, not only are we going to install a few in some cars. But we're also going to calibrate the line that's going to be making those dashboards going forward. Right. They really have twice as many as what we saw in the picture because they made them in house. <laughs> that's right. Probably. <laughs> so. Hey, new face. Yeah, that's uh, that's cool that um, they are. You know, this this progress oh. is great to see. You know, yep. regardless of the bet, which I still think I <laughs> might win, but uh, regardless of that bet, I think that uh, it's good to see progress at both plants because they are yes. running neck and neck to start producing cars. And the sooner they can start producing cars, uh, the better it is going to be for Tesla because those orders are certainly being pushed out into 2022. And I'm sure there's a number of owners that would love to get their hands on it as soon as they can. So, uh, and that yeah. would, of course, possibly release uh, the pressure maybe on pricing uh, as well. Uh, if you start producing in more volume, that could help uh, that scenario as well. So let's hope uh, both factories get rolling very soon. Yeah. The uh, Model uh, Xs, they got pushed back a month. Uh, so February, uh, January became February, February became March. Uh, so they could use the extra extra space. Yeah. Well, our next story uh, is about uh, AutoBidder. And uh, AutoBidder, of course, is a software package that Tesla has employed uh, to sell electricity uh, to utilities uh, based on the amount of electricity collected inside their battery packs, typically mega packs or power packs, and uh, sell it back to uh, utility as demand uh, requires. Uh, there's a new story out that uh, in Queensland, Australia, that a new uh, battery pack uh, is going to be uh, brought online. 
and they're going to be assigning auto bidder to that uh, because they've been so successful in South Australia already. So uh, this is a, a new installation that will be using auto bidder to do exactly that, uh, sell back electricity uh, when the price is high, uh, store electricity when the price is low, uh, or of course purchase it uh, if there's surplus and they can store it and then wait until the price goes high again and sell it at that point. So this is really like a, a stock Arbitrage. market that, that Tesla yeah. really kind of controls uh, because since they do have the utility to store energy at any time, uh, if there's a capacity left in their battery system, they have that uh, unique ability that they can hang on to it and watch the price increase as demand goes up and then decide to release that electricity and make it a, 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 certainly a, a can be quite a profit uh, based on what they bought it for or were able to store it. So uh, they, they paid the first plant off in in what three months with the mm -hmm. with, with it's exactly brilliant yeah. software. <laughs> yeah, and of course yeah, you... that plant immediately decided they were going to almost double in size uh, for battery pack because they saw uh, this is working so well. Uh, the, the payoff period, the ROI was so quick. Uh, they really didn't believe it when they got into business uh, initially, but certainly uh, being able to prove the software can sell in microseconds and, uh, and store it uh, whenever they need uh, certainly has made a, a big difference for South Australia. So uh, this Absolutely. new Queensland site is going to get into the game now. So uh I think this should be, I know that in South Australia, it certainly made a change to the power grid as well. It gave them that utility to, uh, you know, shave off the peaks uh, and to be able to reduce use of uh, peaker plants uh, that mm -hmm. were typically, uh, uh, I guess, uh, naturally gas fired. Uh, so that reduced emissions as well. So uh, here's to another region in Australia uh, picking up the ball and running with it based on the uh, roadmap that's already been laid out by South Australia. So congratulations to Queensland. I'm curious how, how long they'd anticipated the first one would take to pay itself off. Uh, obviously, they've adjusted their, their expectations now. I, I got, yeah, certainly now. But you're right. I, I got to believe, Casey, that when Tesla first proposed this, I bet you they thought, well, you know, it's probably going to save us some money. Yeah, definitely we're going to get involved with it. But I bet you that the outlook looked way too rosy for them yeah. uh, because there's been, you know, obviously it's never happened before. There was exactly. no there was no track to follow as to what happened with somebody else. It was just Tesla's mm -hmm. claims at that point. And uh, bold you know, claims. <laughs> and, and, yeah. and, and certainly it, it looks like uh, they've been able to uh, match those claims. Yeah, right. So Batteries. all of this happens just in time for um, the the Australian government to 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 try and apply the brakes in favor of coal. That's so well, sad. Yeah, that, that is something that uh, you know you've got to get. If you show a roadmap that this can happen and that there are ways to get around coal, I think the people can reverse those type of decisions because they can actually see that there is an alternative to coal-fired power plants now. Yeah, so if you got a politician up there preaching that coal is the only way and you're sitting there looking at all these solar and batteries that are actually making it so that you can actually afford electricity again. Because mm -hmm. uh, I keep going back to this interview where the, the, the reporter was asking Elon, what are you going to do about the people who have to choose between air conditioning and food? And he started to cry. Uh, he's like, we'll try harder. We'll make it better. 
and and then immediately they 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 have stuff like this and and right and it's happening the prices of retail like home electricity have been going down like very quickly <laughs> Right. Yeah. Batteries are just such a better technology. Um, if you have a, a gas turbine, you can't spin it up in a millisecond to respond to price fluctuations. If if uh, there's a surplus on the grid, you can't absorb that with a gas turbine. <laughs> Batteries are what uh, makes all this possible. Yeah. In a place as hot and generally as dry as Australia, you don't want to try and rely on, on, on pumped hydro either. <laughs> Not for all of it. <laughs> we pumped it uphill, but then it evaporated. So we got nothing. <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, uh, next, uh, Patrick, were you going to take this icing story? No. I okay, have... my, mistake. my mistake. I can do it. Go ahead, Casey. This is uh, okay, concerning so... icing in China. Yes. Mm -hmm. So uh, a couple months ago, and then a couple months before that, we showed you guys uh, several different automated uh, turnstiles that would they would like they look like hurdles that you jump over in track. Uh, they 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 would lift up and block the supercharger from from being iced. Uh, we we showed you one that was really short that wouldn't work here in the states because uh, what my wife calls jungle trucks would just drive right over them without making any contact. And and then another one that was in a parking garage where. Those trucks don't fit, so um, that was pretty cool. One of them was operated by a QR code, and another by a third-party app. I'm not sure which one this is, but uh, now you, you, instead of using the app or the QR code, you are now able to use the Tesla app to to lower them. And, and what I think should happen on a car with anywhere from you know one to eight cameras, maybe automatically read the QR code and lower it yourself. Right. <laughs> they are connected cars. I think you nailed it. That is the direction they're going. Yeah. And so uh, basically, uh, yes, yeah, so this is the one in the parking garage. So as you see, the um, uh, uh, lifted truck would, would, would glide right over that with no problem without making contact. But, you know, a regular sedan, a regular SUV would have trouble with it. And, uh, mm -hmm. and so you come in and you scan the code on this particular one, you scan the code on your phone. And, and it lowers, and when you're done, it uh, it goes back up, and this helps to keep the spots from from being abused. And then the the other one uh, didn't have all that, but it was uh, it was just the app. And, and I think there were like four different versions of these we've seen over the years. And, and, and as Patrick said, we're getting closer to automation now. Now that they have pulled it into the Tesla app, among lots of stuff that's now in the Tesla app, which is awesome. Right. Yeah. yeah. This is pretty cool tech. Yeah, that's the thing I'm curious about is is um uh why can't this be implemented from the car's touchscreen? I don't even think it needs to be from the touchscreen because all the cars have at least the backup camera. And you have to back into the supercharger anyway. And yeah. QR codes are very light and, and, and these are Linux computers, so Literally, you don't even have to be searching for this all the time. You can say, hey, you know, they're within uh, a quarter mile of, of a supercharger. Turn on the QR code interpreter. Oh, found one. Oh, oh it's getting closer. Okay, we need to lower bay three. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. I think that that's probably where they're heading. Um, yeah. it, it would make sense that they could use the backup camera. As you said, they do have to back up into the stall regardless. So you may as well use that camera to... Uh, but this is probably, uh, 
you know, the, the next specs thing, because I understood that there were, there used to be a third party app that you had to use to lower it. And then now they've eliminated that because they've been able to put it inside the Tesla app. But uh, right. I would think that there, at some point the, the car would be able to read this and do this itself. Uh, this right. is probably an interim solution. You know what? I bet you maybe this wants this because these, these very much feel like trials. I bet you once they try to bring this to Europe or the U.S., uh, um, you know, North America, I bet you it'll be fully integrated by then. Like Tesla Automotive, uh, Tesla Automation will, will build the robot, and and then you know Tesla software will control uh, when when you've arrived. What would be even cooler though is as you arrive after you've put it in the map, hey, I'm coming to supercharger. The one you need just folds down that way. If you're if you're at yeah. a shared stall, it'll just <laughs> right and it's just yeah if you've reserved it that's one way to make sure that you get your reserved spot is it'll, yeah. it'll only fold down for you and it knows where you're at and, and that you're on your way and they know there's a line now i've seen this at some of the busier stations where it says hey there's a five minute wait um well like like uh, after thanksgiving at, uh, at elizabeth new jersey where i cut the line because nobody was moving um Perhaps it would have enforced and, and made me wait my turn. I was sixth in line, and, and nobody was moving. But if I came up, it would have just stayed up. But you know, if it was my turn, it would you know come down. Yeah, there's there's no way they're going to um, deploy this widely around the world. One of the beautiful things about Tesla supercharging network is you just pull in, plug in, and you're done. And yeah. and having driven other EVs, when you have to pull out the app, scan some QR code. You may or may not, your phone may or may not have connectivity. The card reader may or may not be working on that stupid thing. It's a pain <laughs> in the butt. And Tesla just makes it so easy. Uh, they're not going to ruin that experience. <laughs> right. No, but like like they said in China, China, China has a problem with icing because there's a problem yes. with parking spaces in China. In, yeah. in a number of the large cities, there's no place to park. So people uh, are breaking the rules any way they can to park their vehicle. Uh, because right. there is no place to park. Uh, yeah. there, there's a shortage of parking spots and, and people are willing to take that risk. So uh, that's something they had to develop because of the local, I guess, what's was happening locally. You don't really find that in North America at this time. Um, it's It seems to be a, a little bit more and... relaxed. Uh, there's more parking spots yeah. and people mm -hmm. aren't uh, that desperate. Christmas yeah, Eve and Black Friday at the mall locations. There you go. Iced. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> They could do it just in the places where they have this problem. That yeah. makes sense. They don't have to do it 100%. Yeah. Yeah. No, no need for this in Lexington, Kentucky. I can guarantee that. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> uh, this is Patrick's story. My mistake. Uh, Tesla uh, delivery numbers in possibly in 2022. That's right. Yes. So, uh, as much as uh, we razz each other about uh, which factory is going to be online first, uh, in 2022, I'm pretty sure they're both going to be cranking out cars. And uh, so this is a story on Testmanian where they are speculating that Tesla could be producing 1.5 million cars next year, which uh, is in line with uh, they, they had just less than a million this year, 50% growth. Um, so 1.5 million seems very achievable. And it, and of Seems course, like there's a lot. There's a there's a lot to be. Um, how are these ramps going to go? We will see. Um, but uh, 
as I was uh, saying earlier, I'm, I'm hoping that a year from now I can sell the stock that I just bought for uh, significantly more than it's uh, today. <laughs> well, what's going to help make that happen? If uh, they ramp up production in these factories, that they're, they're going to go from effectively two factories making cars to four. And uh, uh, there are other components made in, at, at uh, Giga Nevada and other places, but uh, for the this you know rounding error, it's going from two to four. And uh, that's a big deal. That's a, a major step forward. And uh, 2022 looks like it's going to be an exciting year to follow Tesla, just like every year has been an exciting year to follow Tesla. Yeah, they're going to go from three factories making components to five. <laughs> right. <laughs> like three big factories. I mean, they have way more factories than that. Like they have this heat factory across the street from Fremont, for instance. But um, So I think yeah, that the 1.5 is a softball. Yeah, Cato Road. Uh, they... Yeah. they um, Tesla and, and Elon have been guiding that, that these ramps will be very slow, but uh, we've seen the way that both of these entities operate, uh, both Elon and Tesla, that once they have proven it will work, they're going to they're gonna go ahead and get to uh, 10%, 10%, okay, okay, 50%. All right, you're running at full speed tomorrow. <laughs> so I, I think that will be what we see. And, and, and right now they're just under a million, uh, probably at a million if we were to start this year over with current capacity and, and 500,000 per per factory is, is what they were guiding uh, on, on the most recent um, literature so that that's that's that's, uh, that's an easy number for them to hit even if it takes them a long time to ramp assuming that that, that, uh, that there's no uh, major failures with the factories themselves or lack of battery chips paint etc Right. Yes, there's certainly a, a lot of uh, unknowns, so it makes sense to uh, give a, a, a slightly discounted number and uh, hope it's something that they can achieve and exceed when you're forecasting. Yeah, yeah. And then this is this is by the end of the year they're going for, right? Because yeah, the beginning of the year these things are going to be crawling. Oh yeah, right. Be crawling <laughs> yeah. for the ramp up. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> the, the run the rate piece... at the end of the year will be significantly above this, I think. Yeah. And then the other start piece out fast of news that, that's kind of attached to this is uh, Giga Shanghai is, uh, again, uh, exceeding all expectations. They expect it's going to be at 600,000 units over the year. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, it's, it's surpassing Fremont, and uh, it's ramping higher. So, yep. uh, and then we, we talked about uh, two weeks ago about the extra $188 million that's been invested in Shanghai to push out production even more than what it currently is. So yep. uh, Shanghai is definitely the star uh, in the Tesla crown uh, yes. based on volume. It's, yep. uh, it, is, it, is, it is something that uh, is, is running leaps and bounds uh, in the Tesla world above others. Uh, I am really curious to see how uh, Giga Texas and uh, Berlin stack up to uh, Shanghai once they're up, spooled up and and running. Obviously, that's not going to be for over a year, I would imagine, based on, you know, them just getting up a line or two. They're going to be building and building and building as that year goes along. More and more lines are going to be added. Uh, But it'll be interesting to see if they could if they can catch up to that type of volume. Or if um, if the output's going to be larger just because those plants are larger than Shanghai, 
Uh, I was about to say, yeah, they're bigger, aren't they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how that goes. So right. the, the, the increases that they promised for Fremont, are those coming after these two come online and, and take off some of that, that, that load? Or are they going to just increase Fremont regardless? I don't know the timing on that. I'm not sure yeah. about that. But I could see a yeah. case for both sides. Fremont yeah. is so handicapped with um, if you, you look at the Shanghai factories and it comes stuff comes in at one end, cars go out the other in a nice straight yep. line. Fremont, not so much. You got to go over here for paint and over there and it zigzags <laughs> and yeah. So uh, uh, they they have a station where a car literally gets picked up, moved over something else, and then put back down <laughs> to continue its journey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they they had to work with what they were given, right? Uh, yeah, they right. didn't get to custom build the the Numi plant. It wasn't theirs to begin with. So uh, in Fremont, they're they're having to to play by the rules that were laid down before them. Yeah. Right. So after Austin is online. Maybe they can do an extended shutdown in Fremont uh, and uh, redesign it now that they know what what they need. And, and yeah. since Fremont is you know carrying the the bulk of the all the U.S. orders and and the, some of the European orders, they, they can't do that, right? They they have to keep it cranking as fast as they can. But uh, right. maybe they, they'll get some breathing room after the other uh, gigafactories are online. Yeah, they could take Model Y out of there. That would give them some room to shuffle stuff. And then, mm-hmm. and then they could uh, shuffle the three, and then once three is running the way they like, they could they could then do one line of S and X, and then they do the other line of S and X, and hopefully they have enough room to shuffle in such a manner. Uh, but like you said, it wouldn't it wouldn't hurt them to just do a complete shutdown once once they have an alternative. They they stopped making S and X for almost a year and, and still did fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can you imagine if they did a complete shutdown? Everybody would be like, Tesla's leaving California. Yes, They're they going would. to Texas. The rumors would go crazy. So let's start uh, them right now, right here. <laughs> <laughs> they absolutely would. Yes. Our next story is our friend Sandy Monroe of Monroe and Associates. Uh, and in my neck of the woods. Yeah, absolutely. He drove right through. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, Sandy... Sandy had indicated that they were going to buy a Model S Plaid if they mm-hmm. could raise the funds uh, from viewers uh, and uh, people that donate. And uh, they actually got it uh, less than a week ago. And Sandy had indicated that before there's going to be a teardown, uh, he had promised that he would take the, the car on a quick road trip. And uh, from this photo that I will share here, Let's just uh, share that screen. Boom, there it is. You can see it's on the road. Actually, uh, this photo is taken from a parking garage that I uh, stopped in, in uh, just oh. outside of um, Indianapolis, Indiana. So uh, he was charging at, uh, at 72. Uh, yeah. As you can see, it's an urban charger behind him. And uh, that allowed them to have a great lunch with a uh, Tesla uh, community. Uh, that had uh, hosted the lunch, and uh, they had a couple hours uh, to let the car charge, and that was good for the tour. So he left Detroit. He went to Indianapolis. He headed down towards um, Louisville, Kentucky, uh, then Nashville, then Atlanta, and then he turned around and started up north along the East Coast uh, up uh, into into and through uh, the Carolinas, and uh, into the Northeast, uh, drove by Casey's, gave him a wave, but Casey didn't see him. So uh, he kept going. Uh, New the, York, the, Mar- New the Maryland Club stopped and chatted yeah. with him, but I, I didn't want to fight traffic just to see Sandy. 
Absolutely. <laughs> for five minutes. And then, <laughs> and then uh, further north into Boston area. And uh, finally, up into Quebec, Montreal area. Uh, turned around, started head down the 401 into Ontario. He went through uh, Toronto. He went through London, Ontario today and oh. ended up in Windsor, Ontario at the end of today. So his, his journey's done in under a week. Uh, but, they were hauling uh, butt. <laughs> there, was, there was a lot of people that uh, he, uh, he touched base with. And if you want to follow uh, Sandy on Twitter, you can follow his run by typing in hashtag Sandy Plaid Tour. And that will give you uh, all the stops and some videos that were uh, uh, uploaded to his Twitter feed and such. So uh, he also indicated uh, that the teardown of this uh, plaid uh, will begin sometime in, in January. So uh, they're going to take a break for Christmas, and then Monroe and Associates will get out their blow torches and go to work oh. on that brand new Model S Plaid. Oh, that is so sad. <laughs> it's exciting. <laughs> we are going to get a lot of questions answered uh, once they start tearing into that car. But uh, you're right, Patrick. It's well, why can't with, they buy with that a... being such a limited vehicle, yeah. and then for them to just rip it apart? Um, it is sad to see. I'm sure there's one that's been totaled. They could just take that one. <laughs> that would be... A there there are a couple that have been totaled. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just grab one of those and tear it apart. Then I wouldn't feel so bad. <laughs> I did watch... Um, he had uh, someone from Autoline come and... Uh, oh, Don Appleride. In the plaid. Right. Yeah. Yes. And uh, it was a funny video because there were parts of it where they were talking about how fast they were going and they beeped it out because yeah. they were on public roads and they didn't want to have documented evidence that they were breaking the law. <laughs> At least they were smart and bleeped it out. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. There was one. Well, that would be fun to lose the down. Yes. Sandy said, okay, we're going to punch it. And, uh, the, the guy from Autoline was like, no, 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 not here in the parking lot. There's not enough room. <laughs> When you can get going that fast over such a short distance, uh, if you need to, yeah, you might be on the need to be on the brakes uh, half a second later. Then. Right. Sandy's not a spry chicken with uh, fast reflexes, so that was probably good advice. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I, I met John once. That was cool. Yeah. Well, uh, New York City apparently uh, is looking to order about $12.38 million worth of Model 3s. Um, so uh, New York's plan, of course, has been to green their electric, their municipal fleet. And uh, they have indicated that uh, Tesla is on their purchasing list uh, for uh, somewhere between three or 250 and 300 vehicles, uh, which add up to that uh, 12 plus million dollars. So uh, this could be for their parks and rec area. It could be for police. Uh, it could be for a number of dis different uh, things that the municipality uses. Uh, but um, it's... Uh, it sounded it's like they were just putting them in the fleet and then whatever departments needed them then needed to do their yeah, it's, it's departmental almost, request. It's almost like they have a fleet pool and then, yeah. uh, and then groups kind of buy it for, well, we need five of something. Uh, we'll yeah. take those. Uh, this will be but, a park ranger. This will be a police car. This is going to be yeah, supervisor exactly. number 12. <laughs> I, I remember that when uh, Chevy Volt came out in 2012, that uh, New York had purchased a number of them for different uh, departments uh, within New York. Even the police had uh, had a Chevy Meter Volt cars. Uh, uh, car to you know collect parking tickets or something. It certainly wasn't yeah. to chase down criminals uh, on the highway. But uh, 
it uh, they, they had a parks and rec, a central park. I remember seeing a vehicle. So I can imagine that these Teslas are going to be used for the, for those type of purposes as well. And uh, some, some other interesting things that came up on this, the only reason we even know about this is because it was, um, it was a sole source contract. So that means that, that, that they felt that only Tesla could meet their requirements. And so right. because of that, it had to be a certain protocol had to be followed, which is one of these was this public announcement, public comment period. And, and that's exciting because that means that they looked at other EVs and determined they don't do what we want. So we need this many SR, uh, sorry, Model 3 rear wheel drives. And <laughs> kind of like the Hertz deal, right? Uh, they looked yeah, at what was like the Hertz deal. and said, this is our choice. Yeah. So a vote of confidence. Yeah. Uh, and then in the comments on, on one of the articles I was looking at, I was saying, oh, thankfully they weren't bolts because of uh, the troubles. <laughs> Next, uh, we've got a story uh, coming out of the UK. Uh, Tesla, unbeknownst to us, uh, actually had a uh, apparently a, a UK um test for police vehicles so it looks well, like tesla was involved with a nine-month uh test and data collection uh yeah. of uh, it wasn't vehicles. unknown to us we, we touched on it for like a half a second because they gave us no details on it before now <laughs> so uh what they've done is uh we can switch over here to a photo that i always love the the uh, one has police, police colors for the uk Oh, that uh, okay. The uh, yellows and and blues uh, and whites, uh, just incredible. Yeah. Uh, and the safety, certainly, safety certainly hats on the stand back. out, which is what they're supposed to do. But uh, Tesla apparently collected uh, data from a few, uh, I guess, test vehicles that were given to police forces to try in the UK, and uh, the uh, nine months of information had come back, and uh, basically some glowing reviews from the police department. Uh, which is great to hear. Uh, they were able to Absolutely. to uh, show uh, the maintenance savings. Uh, they were able to uh, show that it was not a problem using an EV in a police role. Uh, they were able to show that uh, the charging of the vehicle was not a hindrance uh, to the police force at all. Even and, while uh, hot seating the car, like literally right. Officer A gets out, Officer B comes on shift B, uh, the car had no downtime, and it is still good. Yeah. Awesome. And, uh, of course, uh, being in certain areas, uh, they were able to show that the police could even do a quick charge at a supercharger uh, without a real issue. Uh, so, the you know, the, the problem of people, you know, claiming that they were going to be a hindrance and no one would use them is not the case in the UK for the Model 3. Um, so uh, this uh, may open it up uh, to other police departments in the UK to actually start purchasing them. Uh, and, uh, yeah, great, great news, uh, a nine month survey, uh, hopefully they can, you know, the other police departments will be able to look at that data and start to make judgments themselves, uh, based on, uh, the UK, uh, cutting this uh, road first and being able to record some of the information that they saw. So, yeah. and, and it, they, they, that brings up a good point as well. They touched on this, on the, um, on the, on the, uh, the data they put out, uh, the drag wasn't worth putting the light bar on top. They suggested not necessarily stealth, but mounting them at least inside the windows to keep them inside of the, uh, the, the, the aerodynamic space. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. So, and, and I'll just touch on something else. You can look this up. This wasn't in our show notes, but if, if you want to uh, learn a little bit more, apparently the Ford uh, Mach-E 
was yeah. tested by the Michigan State Police, and its report was not even close to as glowing as the Tesla oh. report was over in the UK. So I'm not going to get into that because this is a Tesla podcast. But if you're curious, Google that and you can see the results uh, for the Mach-E uh, yeah, from, from the Michigan police. I wonder if there's a business opportunity for making uh, aerodynamic light bars. <laughs> Make it look like the Aptera profile. Low, low profile. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Could be. Could be. Uh, next story. Uh, yes, the Roadster. Uh, just a, a few days ago uh, on the Tesla website, the Roadster uh, founder series was dropped uh, from the purchasing area. So uh, it had been up on the website all this time. And then just recently, uh, the option of buying a founder series Roadster, that's of course the next gen Roadster, uh, was taken off the website. So Tesla hasn't made an official statement as to why it was removed. Uh, and there is some speculation as to whether or not uh, it was because a set amount uh, had been reached and they had stopped the founder series, uh, which had been done in the past. Uh, or is this you know, something along the lines of, uh, uh, we're not sure when it's gonna be produced. Uh, is this about rising costs? Uh, really don't know. It's open for interpretation. Uh, but uh, Tesla has in the past, of course, limited the founder series up to a certain number and then stopped uh, offering it. So uh, that has happened recently with the next gen Roadster. So we'll have to see if we get any more nuggets of information, maybe uh, during Elon's update about the uh, company uh, product roadmap uh, that's mm. going to be happening sometime early in the first quarter. And that follows the Cybertruck doing the same situation. Not that they had a founder series Cybertruck, but they, they pulled the price and they they, 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 they made some changes. So uh, what's interesting on this one is the founder series Roadster, you had to put down... Um, the whole amount. Yeah. But yeah, yeah you, you, you could put down a certain amount on, on your credit card and then you had to wire them the rest of the 250 within a week. And... <laughs> And, and some people have their money in there now since what 2017 2018 when, when did that thing yeah come out? it's been a couple yeah. of years for for people yep yeah yeah um uh, one of the tesla youtubers he uh he, he did a chart he's like i don't even want to look and see how much that money would have been had they bought tesla stock instead of a rooster <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that would be painful <laughs> it could be <laughs> yeah yeah if they only would have six extra your money uh yeah, a million and a half. About six know. roadsters, or you know, <laughs> right. So, so, so now when you go to the website, uh, aside from not telling you the price, not telling you what's included, blah 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 blah, uh, they only want fifty thousand because that's your order fee, your reservation fee, uh, and then they'll get the rest from you uh, as it comes time to actually get into the factory because it's not a founder's car anymore. So. Oh, yeah. so you can still order a roadster. It's just the right, just not a founder now. series. Oh, okay. Yeah. And you don't have to put down the entire amount now. Just fifty. So you still gotta get them that fifty K within a week. <laughs> right, but not two hundred and fifty K. Right, right. It's a little a little a little more palatable. Only a model three. A well equipped model three. There you go. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, just put down a model three as your deposit. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, I would still buy the stock and just wait till this thing gets starts going into production. Not a stock show, but that's and next, uh, Casey kind of introduced this already. Uh, we've had a lot of news about the Cybertruck. What's going on yeah. there? Oh, yeah, yeah. This is, this would be included in that, wouldn't it? <laughs> so uh, what I was thinking of, uh, the Cybertruck, uh, it was it was on the test track at, at Fremont the other day, and the drone army found it. 
and uh, then they managed to get some pictures that I didn't understand where they got them from the video they linked to, and turns out there was another video that I showed it doing laps, and that was impressive. And uh, so I got some, I got a picture here I can share while you're talking. Awesome. And so I'll describe it as as, as we look at it. Uh, there there are some changes between the prototype and and, and this this alpha beta unit. Uh, one thing you'll notice, uh, Mark, go ahead and point at the top of the the, the truck there, the peak. Uh, you'll notice that it's got a, a curve to it. That's because the windshield is now curved instead of flat. Uh, and then to the rear of that same pane of glass, we notice that there's now an overhang over the over the bed. And then, of course, everybody can see the giant giant uh, windshield wiper that's uh, yes. <laughs> We got to talk about that windshield wiper. <laughs> and, and the mirrors. And, and uh, so, so the windshield wiper, uh, Elon has, has said it's not the final design. Uh, they're looking at different ways they might, might handle it. Uh, even if it stays one piece, it might start uh, kind of stowed in the, in the back of the, of the, uh, the front lid. Uh, hopefully they do that, but he was concerned about complexity when it came time to, to actually deploy these things. Uh, you know they like to simplify and remove parts, not make a mechanical frunk <laughs> that's automated in the back. Um, so we'll see, it. we'll see how that goes. And, and, and uh, is the blue fenders tape a, a change? Uh, the blue fenders <laughs> tape. Uh, I don't think they were expecting it to make uh, make the make the news. So. Well, the team has been busy. They, this is a new. Uh, uh... <laughs> yeah, there's also there's also blue fenders tape inside the uh, the cabin uh, over the passenger dash. The dash is huge. Uh, look at where the driver sits, and look at where the dash starts. Yeah, dash dash ends here, and it goes all the way up here. So it's probably hopefully that means. Probably about four and a half feet. Uh, right. Hopefully that means that the frunk is just that big, like the OG Model S. <laughs> yeah, you don't um, want to have other... your uh, you know dash top uh, rated as, as in part of your storage space. That's not a good spot for stuff. <laughs> right. An another thing you might have noticed was the B pillar camera opening appears to be much larger than today's cars, and then uh, underneath that B pillar camera, there there appears to be uh, the the swipey part from the Roadster prototype. So that is interesting. And, and also, it had for real this time, not because it was a potato camera. That for real, there were no door handles on this truck this time. <laughs> right. Yeah. And there, there was a button on the B pillar. People thought there was an indentation on the B pillar to possibly yeah, press possibly. to open the door. Possibly, we don't know what it is, but it, it's it's new. So, and of course, uh, with the uh, with that uh, four foot long wiper blade that we saw in the photo, <laughs> uh, Elon was uh, quick to update to say that. You know that's not a production wiper. Uh, you know the production wiper is yet to be seen, but it does it does lead us down the road of what is going to be required to wipe that massive windshield. Uh, you know, showing that such such a long wiper arm. Um, you know, having a single wiper uh, not going to help the other side uh, as much. Uh, so it's. I, well, it's going to be interesting. Are they going to do the butterfly where they lay flat and then they go up like that and lay flat again? Or are they going to stick them so they do uh, more aerodynamic and stick up and then wipe down? So, well, the, the, the windshield has a similar configuration to the Model X. So they just got to wipe above the driver's uh, vision and they can hit the passenger side just fine. Or, or yeah, it, could it, be, it could just move across like a squeegee. They have a patent for that. Magnetic, magnetically uh, propelled and, and, and held, etc. cetera, uh, where linear wiper. Mm -hmm. So that would be the coolest, but that's not what was on that prototype. That prototype just had a long <laughs> wiper. And uh, yeah, the inside yeah, it, of the bed is now black. 
yeah, so it's it'll be interesting to see uh, how that progresses. I, I would hope that, uh, you know, if this does go into production at the end of uh, 2022, I would hope that the public would get to see it you know, at least a month uh, before they start to, to roll that out. Uh, so they, they do have some time to work with it, but um, it is going to be interesting to see how they add these uh, little bits. And, of course, the wheels were a little bit different uh, as well. Um, I like these wheels without the covers on them. I, so, I wasn't a fan yeah, of the covers. Yeah. We, don't, we don't know if the covers are just missing and that's the wheel that's underneath them. Uh, well, that would be awesome. But uh, it's... Uh, Tesla's done that in the past, of course, with my Model 3. It's got a mm -hmm. fantastic aluminum rim underneath the hideous hubcaps uh, <laughs> that are hanging on my wall back here. So uh, You uh, thought they were so Tesla, ugly you show them off? <laughs> yeah, they're so ugly that I took them off the vehicle day two and said, that's it. They're not going back on. So, the, um, the, the 21 model year version of your hubcaps do actually look uh, a little bit better. Bite your tongue, Casey. They're horrible. <laughs> they, they, they look better than the original is what I'm saying. They look a little okay, bit better. Than, might, yeah. yeah, but I, they, would still, bar. they would still fill out another <laughs> yeah. row below my original ones if I had them too. So <laughs> I do not see myself using those. The 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 rim that comes in the, with the car is so vastly nicer looking. Oh, yes. it's, it's it. There's no there's no comparison. No comparison. This is the point that Tesla was and, forced, and I, forced I to make a beauty kit. I still get people that are shocked to know that that nice rim is underneath that ugly hubcap. Yeah. <laughs> uh, some people are thinking, oh, you got some aftermarket rims. No, that's what came with the car. You know, that's all I did was put lug covers and a center cap. Boom, that's right. done. Mm -hmm. That's right. So, and you made a video showing how to do it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, one other thing I wanted to bring up with Test Track is uh, we didn't have this, but. Um, the uh, the Tesla Semi was also spotted last week, yeah. uh, traveling around at uh, Giga Nevada, uh, just tour touring around the parking lot, doing a few loops, and of course, Drone Nation caught that as well. So they if did. you want to watch uh, the uh, uh, the Semi do a, a couple laps in the back parking lot, uh, that's available for you to see as well. And not only did they catch that, they also noticed that this particular Semi did not have any of the DOT markings or license plate. So right. it's very possible this was uh, the same equivalent of the of the fifty mile test drive that the the, the, the occasional uh, Model S three S and X and Y will get when they go through the factory uh, because it might be Pepsi struck. Could be because Pepsi, Pepsi would be responsible for putting their own numbers and plates on the thing. Yep. Yeah. So we will have to see for sure. Uh, next, I uh, just wanted to touch upon this. Uh, the uh, GTA Tesla owners uh, organized a food drive over this weekend for the Durham Food Bank uh, and were able to uh, successfully uh, bring a number of Tesla owners uh, to uh, share uh, some food with the food bank. Uh, so they were, they were uh, set up on Saturday uh, at a local supercharger and uh, they were out to spread some Christmas joy. So uh, it was good to see them uh, and uh, a quick uh, shout out to uh, uh, Ken at the EV Revolution Show, uh, also uh, Dax at Tesla Talks and uh, Franklin from uh, Mother Frunker, uh, which is available. Uh, all these guys have uh, Twitter feeds that you can follow them there. So uh, uh, congratulations to a successful food drive and we hope you do it again next year. I like that handle. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. It's dangerous to say, though. 
Yes. <laughs> the show is live. Anything could happen. <laughs> uh, next, uh, Patrick has got a story about some treadwear. What's that going is, on there, Patrick? Right. Yeah, this is really, really cool. So Teslas, there are computers on wheels. And with over-the-air updates, you never know what they're going to sneak in there. Uh, Teslas are currently some of the safest cars on the road. And they've got uh, cool features like cabin overheat that nobody else has. And now they're going to add yet another really cool feature that nobody else has. Uh, with with the electric motors, they are monitoring everything about uh, ABS a thousand times a second. They're checking to see and make sure that the wheels aren't slipping on the road. And as part of this, they're also able to detect the number of revolutions per second that your wheel is making and if they determine that one of them is spinning a little faster than the others they can detect that that particular tire has some uh road wear on it and uh if that is uh happening then that could be unsafe so they're able to detect your tread depth by looking at how fast the car is going and how many RPMs that particular wheel is making. And then they can tell you, hey, there's some uneven tread wear or your tread depth is too low. And this is a new feature that it seems to be rolling out in 2021.44.5 software. And this little note didn't even make it into the uh, change logs, <laughs> although it should, because this is a cool feature. Yes. And, uh, now you know. I don't want to steal Jack and Zach and Jesse's uh, comment. So, uh, <laughs> how about you are now aware? There you right. go. The more you know. <laughs> so, um, I wonder how this would have handled how I did my Model S because I was a cheap little bugger, and I would um, put new tires in the back, and I would roll the the old tires to the front, and I would never never change all four tires on my Model S even though it was all-wheel drive. Um, on the Model X, I've only changed them once, and they they all went together, so that was easy. Uh, and plus you can't you, do you, your old trick on the X, the front and the rear. That too. <laughs> yes, yeah, so the, 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 the rear tires are at least 10 millimeters bigger than the front tires, depending on what year and equipment your Model X is. And if you do put back tires up front uh, and try to turn, it won't be pleasant. <laughs> And if you do the other direction, then they're too small, and you might have a blowout. <laughs> are, are, are all tires within, you know, one or two millimeters of each other? Like, if you were to yes. buy a set of Pirellis compared to a set of Michelins, is there, no. like, if, you know, <laughs> so, if you so, had the same, the same numbers on the tires, you know, the uh, the P155, whatever, is... Are they no, all... some of them have different tread depths. Like, uh, I had I had a set that came with 8s, and another that came with, uh, the, like, 10s, uh, and... So, it, it, it so is it going to get to the point now? Like, if you when you change your tires, uh, the car sometimes alerts you about, hey, pick uh, pick the size of rim that you have on your car because it recognized yeah. there was a difference, and you yeah. can say, oh yeah, I've, I've switched now to my 18s for the winter, uh, yeah. and uh, back in the spring I, I change it back to 19s or 20s. So uh, right. I wonder if uh, they're going to have to enter enter in to get this tread wear. Uh, where you know millimeters count, I wonder mm -hmm. if they're going to have to start introducing. Hey, well, what what's what type of tires did you put on it? Michelin. Well, that would be uh, cool. 
or what? they can smartly figure it out, right? So when you put yeah. new tires when you put on, the new ones on, right? Yeah, your you value changes drastically. The, the Even tire better. pressure monitor system has to go through a recalibration before it can display. That too. So so that could be a, a good hint to them that oh hey, the, they might have just got new tires on. So you recalibrate that, and then then that, now that's what they know to expect, and then they can monitor it from there. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Makes sense. Makes this is sense. some clever software. Yeah. They probably adjust to people like me that, that do two tires at a time. <laughs> and based on the clever software and, of course, many, many other interesting things that have happened through 21, Elon apparently has received two Person of the Year designations from both Time Magazine and the Financial Times. Uh, this came out within the last uh, few days. Uh, so Elon's uh, face will be gracing the cover of those uh, two publications. And, uh, of course, there will be stories uh, inside about Elon and the different things that were performed during 2021, certainly going into the details of the companies that he is at the helm of and things that he's touched. So uh, definitely uh, look forward to seeing those articles uh, because uh, there might be some inside information uh, that is released through those articles. But, uh, yeah, that's uh, not a surprise. Elon definitely, uh, yeah, as uh, Hockey Day has said, Elon is a goat. Uh, That, of course, is the greatest of all time. Uh, So uh, he is certainly uh, something that uh, would be, uh, yeah, it it tells you all sorts of things, doesn't it? If it starts telling me I should uh, start a diet, now we're over the line. No, no, even better. You tell it. You tell it to go to some some uh, guilty food store, and it suggests you go to the salad store instead. Yes. <laughs> right. Yes. It says better suggestion. We should go here. Yeah. Right. Navigate to some fast food place, taking you to salad bar. <laughs> oh, so he's certainly a notable guy, and and and, and kudos. Like uh, he's earned it. Um, there there were a lot of scuttlebutt. Uh, people suggesting that uh, other people should have earned it. Um, there were a lot of good contenders, and a lot of the people that were suggested that also deserved it weren't even in the nomination because they're regular, everyday folks like us. So uh, I feel a lot of discussion on this on the next show. <laughs> yeah, it's well, it's like like mm. any uh, uh, person of the year selection. It's always up for interpretation and, and people second guessing and whatever. But uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. It, it's certainly an honor. And uh, I, I think certainly uh, based on Elon's achievements over the past number of years, not just in 2021, I certainly is he's, he certainly would be eligible for such an award uh, that he has received this year. Yeah. Over the last so, couple of decades, he's been making big moves. Yep. Uh, next case, he's got a story about some more merch. Merch. Swag, stuff we all get, except you got to pay for it. So it's just not. <laughs> <laughs> so it um, it's not free. We talked about the Cyber Whistle and, uh, and then the Cyber Quad. And then, then we, we previously talked about how uh, some of the folks working at, at, uh, at, uh, at uh, Giga Austin were able to secure themselves a limited edition. Don't mess with Texas Tesla Giga Texas belt buckle. And and then we talked about how they uh, they were going for massive amounts of money. Well, uh, Tesla did another drop. Uh, if you haven't heard of drops, uh, think of a company like Supreme. Uh, they they do drops, and 
limited time offerings of, of random products like this. And uh, so for two, what was it 250? No, 250. It was over $100 though. I think it was $150. Yeah, there we go, $150. And uh, you could you could secure yourself a Tesla Texas belt buckle. Right now it's sold out in the US. Uh, let me check no. out Canada site real quick. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I uh, I don't wear aftermarket belt buckles, but I managed to secure one without uh, <laughs> approval. <laughs> well. Yeah, so that's... And uh, <laughs> so I'll be handing it over to her once it arrives because... Uh, <laughs> Not only would I not use it, but I also didn't get permission for it. But um, we'll see what happens with it. I, I want to get one and put it on the shelf. And then the uh, the Tesla Gen 3 uh, wall connector, you can spend, what is it, $100, $200? Uh, get a faceplate cover to make it match your car. Which would be even more interesting when we get more than five car colors. Will, will they update this? <laughs> <laughs> you can of course wrap your uh, your wall charger without a charge. This is true. <laughs> or with a much yeah. substantially lower charge. <laughs> if you go get your car wrapped, you have to take this in with you. And yes, that's right. you got to take the plate off and bring it with you. What's that? Don't worry about it. Just wrap it. <laughs> oh, by the way, I need the logo and and a slit for the lights. Right. <laughs> Oh. Yep. So more more merch in the merch store, and uh, the belt buckle sold out. But I don't believe all the face plates are sold out yet. So uh, right, and, and the face plates will probably be something to keep in stock. They weren't now that now that I've said that, I'm sure they're sold out. But uh, go take a look, anyways. <laughs> Just the popular yeah. colors, which is all exactly. <laughs> and our last story of the evening. Oh, the free color is white. <laughs> yeah, three colors. White. The free colors. Yeah, the free color is white that came with it exactly. Right, um, but uh, but but now that you have a choice of an, a second free color. That's not free. You gotta pay. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, Midnight silver. So yeah. uh, uh, apparently, uh, Elon had announced on Twitter uh, as some of his uh, followers uh, were asking about uh, uh, is it Dogecoin or Dogecoin? Dogecoin. Doge. Yep. So it's Dogecoin. Uh, some people call Elon it Dougie. Had, had indicated that they were going to Tesla was going to allow some small purchases off the Tesla store uh, to use Dogecoin. So uh, yeah. that, of course, uh, was happy news to uh, Dogecoin holders and speculators, uh, as uh, holders. they're wanting they're wanting that currency to uh, come into the mainstream and start to being used with many businesses. So did Tesla it shoot adds, up on that tweet? <clears throat> I'm, I'm sure it did. I'm sure it did. Although I have to admit, I don't have it. I don't follow it. Um, so I'm not sure for sure, you know, but uh, certainly uh, with uh, Bitcoin, uh, any announcements that Elon had made had, uh, you know, pushed it higher, lowered it uh, back and forth. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it, uh, if it affected the worth of Dogecoin uh, after it was announced. Anybody in the... Um, in the chat, if you know, uh, or uh, if you're out there, uh, please uh, give send us a little note and let us know uh, what you saw when it was announced. But uh, yeah, so that's uh, 
That is some interesting news that happened this week. Uh, no shortage. Uh, I had to cut four stories from our feed anyways uh, because the amount, but uh, uh, we will definitely uh, be back next week uh, with another round. But uh, if you're still watching at this point, please give us a thumbs up at this point. If you haven't already, give us a follow. That helps us out. It uh, puts us in front of more eyeballs through the YouTube algorithm, and uh, it's free, and you're helping us out. You're supporting the show, so we would really appreciate that. With that, uh, we'll go to Patrick for some parting words. Anything uh, happening, Patrick, in uh, carswithcords.net? That's right. Uh, I blog occasionally at carswithcords.net, and I had a queue of stories. They're all empty, so uh, luckily I'm going to be taking some time off for the holidays, and I'm sure I'll be blogging like crazy. Uh, and I am with, as you can see here, the Oregon Electric Vehicle Association, OEVA.org. You can check us out there. And what's the mission of Cars Accords? That's now? right. Yeah. So uh, that's the <laughs> my uh, logging my journey towards a future free from fossil fuels. <laughs> you thought we forgot. <laughs> Can't forget the, the F-bomb. <laughs> the F-bomb, exactly. And Casey, what do you got happening this week uh, over at uh, Casey Green uh, YouTube channel? So uh, on Sundays, we've got our, our chats, and then I'm working on a destination charger review. I've got it all laid out, but now I need to figure out what I'm going to do with uh, I got a lot of photos. And they, they had some live music, and... and I thought it was very well done, so I need to figure out how to get that in there and then keep the length uh, at, at one of my medium-sized videos <laughs> because it is an interview. So I don't want to you know, just cut out all the good stuff, but I also want to include some more. So that'll be interesting, and, and we'll get that out there. Uh, as well, if, it's, as, if it starts raining, I'm going to try a uh, FSD beta in the rain. Uh, and as I said, the 10.6.1 uh, has all the annoyances and some of the extra smoothness over 10.5, so I might not make a regular video. We'll see uh, the next time I need to make a trip where it's out uh, in, in the daylight. I, I can do it at night, but that's really boring. Can you find that over at youtube.com slash Casey Green. Fantastic. want to thank all of you for watching. Uh, of course, the regulars, uh, Hockey Day, JT, Jay Ryan, uh, David Watts. Uh, we've got uh, a new uh, follower, Trent. And uh, what else we got here? Uh, Timothy uh, Faye uh, showed up, and, and of course, Zachary from uh, Chicago joined us this evening. Thanks for everyone uh, for joining us in the chat, and uh, we appreciate it. And we will see you next week, and together we will find out what's happening in the Tesla life. Good night, everyone. Good Have night. yourselves a great evening. Stay positive, test negative. Thank you, Lee Moon, for this music! <laughs>